Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So, let's get right into it. Morning, guys. Rod here at A Better Way to Farm. So today, we wanted to talk about boron. Yesterday, we talked about sulfur. And I got to tell you guys, my best stories are the ones that come to us unsolicited. It's the yield monitor videos, it's the pictures, it's the unsolicited stories that people bring us talking about the results that they're getting. And the bottom line is, guys, when we do it right, we get results. Yesterday we talked about sulfur and all of the things that it does and how important it is and the different forms that do work and don't work. And so today I want to do the same thing with boron. Now the thing to remember is this, we have three negatively charged fertilizers that we apply, nitrogen, sulfur, and boron. Why is that important? Well, because those three products will run away. The ground is also negatively charged, so they are repelled. Therefore, we don't get them built. We used to get sulfur and boron from acid rain, but we have cleaned up the environment. Rainwater no longer brings us boron. It no longer brings us sulfur. And so consequently, we're going to have to purchase those and start applying them. In regards to boron, it is responsible for a lot of things. It also has a lot to do with how we utilize our nitrogen. We want to make sure we're utilizing our nitrogen as perfectly as possible. But one of the big things it does is it has reproductive repercussions. It is very important in a corn plant because it's responsible for bloom. So it's responsible for the tassel for pollen. It's also responsible to help with silking. And so if we do not get adequate pollen or we do not get adequate silk we're not going to get adequate pollination and so it's a stress reliever for that and sometimes as you guys know we get enough stress when we're uh, pollinating anyway just because of the time of year that it is but our job to do is is to make the limiting factor completely be weather that there be nothing other than weather we do our very best job to take out all of the factors that could hurt us that could cost us yield that could set us back and boron is one of those products. If you go back into the page, you'll see some pictures from people like our friend Tyler out in Nebraska, our friend Johnny from Middle Nebraska. Those guys have sent us pictures of what boron has done, both in seed corn and in regular production corn. And the results are astounding. And guys, I don't want you to indiscriminately apply sulfur. I don't want you to indiscriminately apply boron. Is there a very high likelihood that you need them? Yes. The likelihood that you need boron is somewhere about 98% based on the soil tests that we have seen. It's a simple deal. If we look at a Midwest Labs test and we go down there to the boron number in parts per million and it says 0.8 or less, we know we need boron because we're suffering yield decrease. And let me say this, the majority, well over 50% of the tests that I look at have a boron level of 0.3 or 0.4 or less. And so consequently, there is a huge need out here. We've got a friend up north there um, in north central Iowa, northwest Iowa. His name is Matt. And Matt will tell you that when he applies boron, as per the soil test, it's about 12 bushels to the acre. To pick up that 12 bushels, it's costing him about 10 or 11 bucks right now. And so anytime we can buy 12 bushels for 10 or $11, we probably should take advantage of that and jump right on it. It's the, the one of those things that we can do. Plus, if you go with, as you guys know on my desk pad, red ink, it says it's never wrong to do the right thing. 
and putting on every nutrient that we need is the right thing. Loading up nutrients that we don't need and just putting a bunch of them on and hoping really is not a good method. And it is not the right thing to do, but it is the right thing to do to do the soil test, put on what we need. And especially this year, guys, I was up early this morning and I was reading a lot of these fertilizer companies are saying you need to buy anhydrous, you need to buy MAP or DAP or potash, you need to get it on this fall. If that's your fastball, if that's what you do, then you're probably right. Now, you guys know my opinion of anhydrous, you know my opinion of fall applied anhydrous, putting it on now so that you get it done to have a warm, wet winter so that there's none there in the spring and you have to reapply it does not seem like a good idea, but that's a whole other story. But I am going to say this. I'm not convinced that just blowing on a lot of NP and K is the secret to a totally happy life. I believe there are some things that we could do otherwise that will make us more money. I think we need to address the micronutrient deficiencies. We need to address things like boron, sulfur, manganese, zinc, magnesium, calcium, especially copper. We're going to do a little bit, bit on copper here in the future. But guys, today it's boron. And the thing is, is you cannot build it up. It doesn't come free in the acid rain anymore. We have to keep adding to it. And we know this. We have put on some dry broadcast products. I'm not going to name anything. But we have put on dry broadcast products. And we cannot get those to work. Not in this. We can't get elemental sulfur into the plant. We cannot get the dry broadcast boron into the plant. What we're looking for, our product is a complex boron. We put it on as a liquid. It can go on with your nitrogen. It can go on with your chemicals. It can go on two by two. It can go on any place except it cannot go in the row trench. We don't want to put it in the seed trench there in the row. Any other way to put it on is fine. It can be fully or fed. A lot of our guys have such a big need, needing anywhere from five to eight pints of boron. And so they're putting on some early with pre-emerge or putting on some with post-emerge or putting on some when they side dress. And so it is a product that shows great response. It's the right thing to do for you. And if you're interested in this, feel free to give us a call. We'd be happy to talk any nutrient with you that you would like, 641-919-1206, or you can send us a text, get us a message. Karen has already started a whole series of podcasts with growers with results that they're getting and give those a listen. The one that she put up with the individual from Minnesota that's up right now is excellent. This guy is really, really good, and he has some great things to share with you, some good tips, and I would invite you to do that. I hope you guys are having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.